Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2017 Academy Award winner for Best Original Screenplay, Jordan Peele's Get Out. Let's get spooky. All right. Should I kick us off with a quick summary? Yes, please. It's not actually a quick one. <laughs> um, Chris is a black photographer who is taking a trip with his girlfriend Rose to meet her family, who doesn't know that Chris is black. When they arrive, Rose's mom, Missy, dad, Dean, and brother Jeremy, as well as their black housekeeper and groundskeeper, Georgina and Walter, exhibit some strange behavior. After a comment about Chris's smoking habit by Dean, Missy, who is a psychiatrist, pressures Chris into a hypnotherapy session to cure his smoking, where he enters the sunken place and emerges from it the next morning, assuming it was a dream. And curiously, he wakes up without the desire to smoke. The family then throws their annual get-together, where Chris attempts to inconspicuously photograph some of the strange behavior being exhibited by one of his fellow black guests. But that guest is triggered by the flash on his camera, and he attacks Chris, yelling at him to get out. Chris relays this information to his friend Rod back home while the white guests and Rose's family hold a silent auction, seemingly to buy Chris. Rod discovers that the man who Chris took a picture of was someone that he and Chris grew up with and was reported, six, reported missing six months earlier. Meanwhile, Chris determines he and Rose should leave due to all the odd behavior and while packing, discovers photos of Rose in prior relationships with exclusively black partners, which include both Georgina and Walter. So Chris attempts to flee the house alone, only to be overtaken by the family and then strapped to a chair in the basement where a video presentation plays featuring Rose's grandfather, Roman. Roman explains that the family has discovered a way to transplant people's brains into other people's bodies, sending the body's original consciousness to the sunken place, and that they target almost exclusively black people. Chris receives a video call um, from the blind artist that he had met earlier at the party who won the auction, uh, who then explains uh, that he wants both Chris's sight and his artistic vision. Cleverly, Chris had stuffed his ears full of cotton and is then immune to hypnosis when Jeremy comes to get him for his surgery. So Chris is able to escape, killing Jeremy, Dean, and Missy on his way out. He's already got a really high body count at this point. (laughs) After accidentally hitting Georgina with his car and then rescuing her, he begins to drive away. But it's revealed that Georgina is actually Rose's grandmother in Georgina's body. Uh, Luckily, she dies after Chris uh, crashes the car. Then Walter, who we learn is actually Rose's grandfather, Roman, attacks Chris. Chris helps Walter regain consciousness by taking a flash photograph of him. Walter shoots Rose, and then Rod appears, retrieving Chris and driving him to safety. And that's what you missed on Glee. Yeah. (laughs) That is what you missed on Glee. <laughs> that one was really hard to 
there are a lot of like little hints throughout the movie. It was really hard not to put all of them in the summary. Yeah. Which I did do by myself this time. I did not use ChatGPT. Hey, let's go. <laughs> yes. Putting in real effort. Yeah. Um, but no, there was there was a lot. And I noticed actually quite a lot, like a lot of times when I watch a movie for the first time, I, I just kind of like skim over it and mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of the hints. But in this one, I saw a lot of the hints and I made a lot of connections. Yeah. It was really hard to like trim it down into as few sentences as I did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there. And I think with all of Jordan Peele's movies, it's. Everything is intentional. And that's Absolutely. kind of what I love about it is it's so intelligent and it's so well written and everything kind of like not everything means something but a lot of it has meaning behind it um it's just it's so well done it's so fucking smart and I know it's funny because like literally last episode which behind the scenes we filmed about a month ago so I don't know if you remember this I remember because I just edited it but I had literally said like oh like movies don't have to make you think like we can just have a silly goofy time and that's fine (laughs) and now I'm here like no this movie's fantastic it makes you think and like everything's intentional but that's the duality of horror and that's why I want both I want a silly goofy time and then I want movies like this that are fucking masterpieces (laughs) I agree. I agree. Um, it was definitely fun to watch. Yeah. Very fun to watch. Um, I, it felt more thriller to me than horror. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, spoiler for later in the episode, but like, it was not scary at all. It was incredibly uncomfortable. And I genuinely hope that everybody feels that way because a lot of the stuff that was uncomfortable was like straight up racism. Yeah. And I hope that that, I'm not the only one that feels that. Um, but yeah, it was just incredibly uncomfortable to watch the whole thing, all of it, the whole, every part. Yeah. And I think there is something to be said about the fact that I don't, I don't think this movie was meant to be scary for us. Okay. <laughs> this is <laughs> a film for black people, right? Like, this is not supposed to be scary to white people because. We are not, you know, the intended audience for it. Obviously, like, everybody should watch this movie. It's fantastic. But it is a movie about the Black experience. So, obviously, like, we're not going to find it as scary as, you know, a Black person might. Absolutely. So, I think that that's that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, I certainly cannot relate to this feeling at all. But I was like really scared for Chris when the police car rolled up, which like in today's climate, that was, I I mean, I'm assuming that was probably the goal that you kind of like fear for him as this police officer rolls up and here's this white girl in the middle of the road lying dead. And what the hell is she going to say? So like the relief when it's rod, when it's like TSA airport to police, like, yes, victory. Um, Which is sad at the same time. Like, Oh my God, we're we're worried that the police are going to show up. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because there were a few alternative endings that were considered okay. beforehand. So originally Jordan Peele had wanted a more downbeat ending. He was not planning on having this 
kind of redemption ending like we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one where like Chris was just gonna get taken, and then months later we were gonna see Rod find him in like a predominantly white neighborhood and be like, Chris, like I've been looking for you, like where have you been? And Chris was just going to look at him and say, I don't know who you're talking about. And that was kind of going to be the end. Um, And then the other one that they considered was that it was not going to be Rod who showed up. It was going to be a police officer. Chris was going to get arrested for murdering Rose and her entire family. And when I first saw this movie, that exactly like you said, that is what I thought was going to happen. I saw the headlights come up and I was like, holy shit like it's over for him yeah like he's fucked yeah and yeah i think jordan peele had like i don't know if he tested it or not but he had basically just decided that with the political climate at the time which was obviously 2016 2017 2017, the black lives matter movement was huge um he was like i think we just kind of deserve a happy ending for yeah, once. Yeah, a little win. Yeah. Seriously. So, I'm glad. I I, lo- I like the ending of the movie. It's kind of like a relief. but Yeah, it gives Rod a bigger purpose than just the comic relief. Love Big him. Rod. Big fan. Yeah. He, um, the actor that portrays Rod says that he's almost always recognized at TSA by the TSA agents. <laughs> I love that. They're like, yeah. finally, somebody Seriously. recognizes us. <laughs> we go through the same training as detectives do. <laughs> and we're He's dealing so- with terrorists. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Sometimes maybe even better training. Than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like the comic relief. He's he's very funny. Yeah, I loved him. Um, The other scene that really <laughs> got me was... Grandma, that was when it clicked yeah. that, oh, my God, the housekeeper and the groundskeeper are the grandma and the grandpa. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. Good little twist. Oh, yeah. Which, I'm... um, oh. No, please, please, go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay, me first. <laughs> um, I had this movie spoiled for me. The one fucking time i don't have the wikipedia open i will never forgive her and i know she's listening to this <laughs> she's like we're, we're talking about it and i'm like yeah i'm watching i mean maybe it was my fault because i didn't say that i was watching it for the first time mm. but like we we met earlier today she's a co-worker we met earlier today and i was like yeah she's like give me give me like a five minute rundown what's going on with katie and i'm like well i'm watching get out right now and i'm really enjoying it and she's like she's talking about how like yeah brain harvesting white people is like the whole like i can't believe like they harvest white they harvest brains and like and i'm like oh my god don't spoil it and she's like no 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 no. it's like it's like organ harvesting and like and she just tried to like cover it up but she just ended up making it worse like yeah (laughs) um but like i don't i really don't think it took much out of the movie like it was just so well done like even knowing that that they were literally harvesting brains like didn't didn't really phase me which was nice yeah, that's good. Had a twist and yeah, yeah. I was so proud of you for not having the Wikipedia up, and then you were like, "Is this about bright harvesting?" And I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> I 
how did yeah. we, this happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've, I've loved all of, well, I loved the other Jordan Peele movie that we watched. The two. Um, <laughs> we watched two? Well, this Just is one. my second. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved us, us. Mm-hmm. Um, so much that I was just like, okay, I trust Jordan Peele to like traumatize me effectively, and I don't need to <laughs> read ahead. So <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like a little director trademark is every time there's like a really intense situation, a character says the name of the movie. So that's how you can remember the oh. names of these movies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was the kind of the first intense scene. And he's just screaming, get out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then in the driveway, when they like the uh, the other, pe- the doubles first appear in us, that's when they say it. They're like, it's us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what they say nope about. Nope. Um, but yeah, you'll get to see Daniel Kaluuya again because he is in Nope as well. Um, but I think he's so fucking fantastic. He's mm-hmm. an incredible actor. And apparently he got this part after doing five takes of the same scene where his character had to cry. I'm assuming it's the hypnosis scene. Probably. Was the audition scene. And he was able to have a single tear come out at the exact same time for every single take. And Jordan Peele was like, that's my man. Like, that's nice. the guy. And the scene of him crying is like fucking iconic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the movie Absolutely poster. Iconic. It's what everybody thinks of when they think of this movie. It's it's everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. just so proud because, you know, I got to pull it back and make a reference to one of my favorite shows. This time it's not Buffy. Surprise, surprise. But <laughs> it's Skins. <laughs> Oh, my God. Daniel Kaluuya was in Skins. That's how I first saw him. And Uh it's so funny because if you ever do watch the show, he is, like, not even a main character. He's, like, this goofy side character called Posh Kenneth who just, like, makes one-liners and is, like, this, like, idiot that everybody's just, like, okay, (laughs) like, go away. And so it's so funny to me that, like, of all the people in Skins, he is an Oscar winner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> posh Kenneth oh that's too funny yeah no he's absolutely iconic in this movie incredible oh, yeah. acting honestly the entire cast I, there was never a time where I was taken out of the movie by anybody's acting yeah no so. everybody did fantastic I do oh. I would like to know where what happened to Lakeith Stanfield's character though because I love him. He played Andre or Logan. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the other he's like kidnapped at the beginning, and then he's the one that he finds at the party, who's like the only other black guy there. But obviously, he's been taken over by a white host, so he's like not hip. But um, (laughs) sorry, I'm gonna start coughing. Um. I'm filming this sick, so apologies. But <laughs> Lucky Stanfield is like, oh, he's, first of all, incredibly attractive. But on top of that, he's also very, very talented and super underrated. And I've loved him 
the first time I saw him was I think his first feature film, which was Short Term 12, and that's one of my all-time favorite films ever. Uh, it, it's so good. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. But I will just always love him. He's so good, and I'm so happy that, like, his career's kind of taken off, and he's been nominated for an Oscar, too. Oh, my God. For but, this? No, he was nominated for... um. Judas and the Black Messiah, which he was in with Daniel Kaluuya, and he, Daniel Kaluuya won. Don't get me started on that. That was bullshit. Not that he won. He was amazing in that movie, but they were both the like lead actors in that movie. And, and only one of the two of them got it? Not even that. Oscars decided to put them both up for Best Supporting Actor. What the fuck? If the two leads are the supporting actors, who's the fucking movie about? Yeah. I don't know. It, okay. I was mad about it then and I'll stay mad. But anyways, that was bullshit. The academies have made some very questionable decisions over the past few years. And they still will. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, anyway. Um, the other really iconic like piece of this movie that I didn't realize was from this is that like run rabbit run song that they oh, use yeah. at the beginning and, and at the end. Yeah. That's all over TikTok all the time. And it's mm-hmm. always like associated with scary shit. I had no idea it was from this movie. Yeah. You and your music. <laughs> what a great fucking soundtrack too. This whole movie had a great soundtrack. Slaps. Charlie Gambino slaps. Mm. Fucking love Charlie Gambino. True. That is an appropriate reaction. Um, I really quickly, I just want to run through, like, I'm just going to speed run some of this film's accomplishments because. Yeah. Iconic. (laughs) It stayed in the U.S. box office top 10 for its first two months of release. Two months. It is the only, or it, this is only the sixth horror film nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. Jordan Peele was the fourth black writer to be nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay and the first to win. With three nominations for this movie, Jordan Peele became the first African American to be nominated for producing, writing, and directing in the same year. The film recouped more than seven times its $4.5 million budget in its first weekend. Sheesh. Domestically, this became the highest-grossing debut horror film based on an original screenplay with $176 million, dethroning The Blair Witch Project's nearly two-decade-long record. Wow. And finally, this film has inspired the creation of college courses about the film's racial themes and symbolism. That's fucking impact, baby! That's insane. Yes. Like, this film is crushed incredible (laughs) yeah so good and i saw the thing about the the college courses and like jordan peele would like sneak into those college courses and then like raise his hand when the professor asked a question and then go up up and answer it that's super cool yeah it's just like uh, i I mean like this this, uh, whose debut performance is better than this like this is incredible yeah or just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna write a movie. And he wrote this. He wrote this during the first term of Obama, 
when a lot of people were saying, yeah, like when a lot of people were saying that racism was a thing of the past, we have a black president, like racism's not a thing anymore. And he didn't think that this would ever get made in that type of climate. And so he mainly wrote it like for himself. And then years later, finally, it was the time when it was right to release it. But I'm like, damn. A movie he wrote for himself, and it just fucking crushed. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it based off of like an Eddie Murphy comedy skit? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Which is just fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had talked about how in a horror movie, like it just wouldn't happen with a black family because the dad would say, "We're getting out of here." <laughs> yeah, just be gone. Yeah. So funny. Um, and th- I mean, it should be said that Jordan Peele comes from comedy. Like, mm-hmm. and then to have his debut movie be not only a horror movie, but such a fucking slam dunk. Iconic. Yeah. I'm so pissed we didn't watch this one first. Actually, no, I'm not. Oh. I'm glad we didn't. Because yeah. it's it saved it saved the better of the two that we've seen. Now, no, I have really high expectations for Nope now. Okay. I'll probably watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I personally, for me, Jordan Peele doesn't miss. That's just like yeah. my opinion. But also, this is like such a niche, stupid little thing, but I had to write it down because it's so funny to me. But apparently, the scene where Rose is like sitting on her bed looking for like new potential victims and she's just drinking a glass of milk. Was like That's kind fucking of- psycho killer behavior. Just drink a cold glass of milk on your bed. Fucking weirdo. Sorry, like- go ahead. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because sponsored by Sprite again. Um <laughs> because you're fine. <laughs> I put a straw so it didn't come on screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um I wrote down the the quote that Jordan Peele said about it. He said, there's something kind of horrific about milk. Think about it. Think about what we're doing. Milk is kind of gross. And that's why they had her drinking a glass of milk. Honestly, could not agree more. It was disgusting. (laughs) That scene was so, like, just what? Unnerving. Do you drink milk? No. Out of a glass and a straw? No, I love myself. I am lactose intolerant. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) You can drink milk if you wanted to. And thank God you don't want to. I don't want to. But also, yeah, I would be sitting on the toilet for two days if I drank a cold glass of milk. Oh, my God. I couldn't. No. Yeah, no. Every I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a secret. Okay. This isn't a secret. This is a stupid story. <laughs> but like every like, I don't know, 18 months, mm-hmm. less than two years, more than one year. There's two things in this world that I hate. It's fucking milk and bananas. Bananas are a textural abomination. I do like But bananas. every 18 months or so, I'm like, you know what sounds good, I think? A glass of milk or a banana. Okay. And so I will go, I will pour myself a nice cold glass of milk, 
or get myself a nice, like still a little green banana. And I will ingest. Never no. changes. No. You know what, though? It's good that you try it again, though. Because your taste your buds taste change. Buds. Yeah. Hasn't worked. Not one single time. Maybe I, one day. For whatever reason. glass of milk is just going to hit different. Oh, God. I, d- I can't even think about it. I'm, like, drooling and not in a really pleasant way. Oh. Like a bad tissue. drooling. <laughs> <laughs> like the Maybe. drooling, but, like, right it's before like... you throw up. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I will literally. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna puke, but like, please don't. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um. What else? Oh, they filmed this in Alabama, but Jordan Peele. Yep. They, it takes place in upstate New York, because specifically Jordan Peele was like he did not want it to take place in a red state, because. He didn't want the villains to be people who would, like, typically be perceived as racist. He wanted it to feel more like that, like, white liberal feel so that there was almost, like, a sense of security there. And I thought that was really intelligent. Yeah. Really smart. And and that was kind of why I said earlier that, like, I hope that this movie made people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I can imagine some people seeing it and not understanding why some of the things out of their mouths were extremely inappropriate oh 100 percent. so i could that you're right that's yeah smart of him to to think that through allison williams has even said that like she will get specifically white people who will come up to her all the time and be like oh but like your character was brainwashed right like your character was like actually nice in the beginning and then they brainwashed her so that's why she was doing it and she's like, no, she's a fucking psychopath. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she is evil. She is a bad person. There is no redemption for her. Like, you don't get to say that just because you liked her in the beginning. You're supposed to like her in the beginning. That's the point. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was going to ask you. I think I know the answer. And I certainly know my answer. Would it be as easy as Chris makes it seem to just, like, shoot your significant other at that point? I mean, I don't remember how long they had been together at that point, but he is so ready to shoot her. It's five months. And I remember that because I remember thinking, like, that's quite a con. Like, if you're going to harvest someone's organs, like, you're really going to waste their time and make them fall in love with you for five months before. Like, why can't they just kidnap all of them like they did the guy at the beginning? You know, like, why do you got to play with them for five months before that? That's sick. All of it's sick, but that's especially sick. (laughs) True. But Uh, I mean, how much money were they making? Isn't. Yeah. I mean, it might have been worth the five months to them. Um, You know, I think so. It's hard for me to say, right? Like, I've never, I I don't date. Um, I'm single by choice, not my choice, but <laughs> I have to. Uh, <laughs> no, but I've never, I've genuinely never been in a relationship with someone for five months, so I don't know. I don't know if it would be difficult. I don't think it would be. If someone just tried to kill me, I feel like I'd be like, yeah, I can shoot you, <laughs> 
if I'm actively yeah. fighting for my life, I think it would be pretty easy to shoot someone. But I don't know because I've never been in love with someone and I've never had to shoot someone. So yet. Yet. <laughs> Both, I guess. <laughs> um I have been married five years tomorrow, actually. And Wait, really? I know. Oh my god, happy yeah. anniversary. I didn't know. Oh my god, thank you. Um I would kill him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy I didn't have to think about it. I would kill you. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, you'd be dead. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, come on. You're That's crazy. Like, yeah, no I'm the way. pettiest bitch in the world. I would kill somebody for less than them having conned me for five months. That's true. I am also very petty. Um, I mean, I'm not agreeing with you, but you can. I am. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that I could. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. I could shoot them. I could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I was just thinking of things to like talk about during the episode. Yeah, and that was something that came up in my head, and I'm like, this is a stupid question. Of course, we would kill them. Of course we would. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd smile while doing it. Oh, I'd fucking giggle. <laughs> oh, no. I, ha- I have some fun facts mm. open on this oh, screen. Okay. Um, which is not what I'm about to talk to you about. But there's, <laughs> there's a horror movie trailer that's just playing on repeat. And it's a horror movie called Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, yeah. That comes out soon. Yeah. It's like. Like a masked, like, pilgrim man. Yeah, I'm definitely going to see it. But <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah. And it and it stars um, uh, McDreamy. Dr. McDreamy. Which one? From Grey's that? Anatomy. Is that Patrick Dempsey? Yes. Okay. Scream King. What? You'll find out. <laughs> oh. He's in horror movies? Really? He's in one that I can think of. Why can't you tell me? I'm just going to look it up. It's Scream 3. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so specific. Well, it's... Is being in a Scream that... sequel... <laughs> I, I, how, would, how would I say what movie he's in without being specific? What do you mean? Well, no, I'm. <laughs> you said Scream Kings. Makes me think, like, oh, he's in The Nightmare Before... Not Nightmare Before Christmas. What like am I saying? Like an iconic nightmare one. On... Not like yeah, a sequel yeah. to an iconic one. Yeah. First of all, all the Scream sequels are iconic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as long as somebody I'm kidding. Three so. is like probably the worst one. But, <laughs> oh, but no. he's in it. So who cares? Well, you didn't say he was in multiple of them, so it makes me think he dies. Ooh. I guess you'll find out, won't you? <laughs> hmm. Um, what else? What else? I mean, there's a lot. Honestly, we could do an entire episode just about, like, the symbolism in this movie. We don't have to get too far into it, but, like, my God, everything from, like, the very apparent obvious things of this, like, bingo game that they have, which is very obviously a nod to, like, slave auctions, um, Mm -hmm. all the way down to Chris picking the cotton out of the chair at the end like everything yeah yeah i didn't didn't even get that one no yep and they even asked jordan peele about that because like that's not the material that's in 
like leather chairs very often and he's like yeah no we switched yeah. the material to purposefully portray that like there's so much and you could literally just go in i think there's even a video of jordan peele like talking about like fan theories and stuff like and which mm-hmm. ones are true and which ones he was like oh no but that's kind of cool <laughs> like <laughs> so there's I a love lot when they're that. like willing to chat about the fan theories oh because a yeah. lot of directors are like only i know like fucking john carpenter does that i hate him yeah, for fuck it fuck off and john carpenter i know well, let, I don't let, even think he knows which one's the thing. But I know. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> no, but yes, um, I, I agree. I, I love it. I love when they're saying like, yes, this was intentional. Like, this one's really cool. But like, that's not what we meant by it and stuff like that. Yes. Where it's like, we don't all have to pretend like we're English teachers reading into every little <laughs> thing. He's like, yeah, no, that one was just random. <laughs> yeah. You know who's the fucking worst who? Jared Leto. Taylor oh. Allison Swift. Jared Leto. No, Taylor oh, Swift. He is. <laughs> he, he is pretty bad. I, I agree. But no, I mean specifically about like Easter eggs and fan theories. Oh. She's the worst <laughs> because she'll tell you that she planted stuff, but she won't tell you what she planted. Oh, okay. So then just everybody's just left. I mean, not me. I don't care. But everybody's just left. You that middle much. named her. I did. I didn't even know I that did. was her middle name. It might not be. I might have made that up. <laughs> I feel like I've heard somebody say that before, though. It checks out but, to me. Yeah, it sounds real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I buy it. But anyway, no, she she doesn't ever like confirm or deny anything. She just says, "Yeah, there's Easter eggs." Oh yeah, that's annoying. So annoying. Be more like Jordan Peele, Taylor Swift, in a lot of Please. ways. Please, <laughs> so many ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. This movie was a huge success. I'm glad that you liked it. Universal immediately was like, "Should we do a sequel?" Sequel. <laughs> and Jordan Peele was like, "Yeah, I'm down," but. He's not going to do one just for like a cash grab. He's like, if I can yeah. think of a good idea, if I can beat the original, I'll, I'll think about it. But that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So maybe one day we can get Get Out too. <laughs> what Lakeith's would you want revenge. it to be? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? I mean, is that what you would want it to be? No, I'd want it to be all about Rod. Yeah. Oh. Give me more Rod. Now that he's discovered this like <clears throat> underground cult. I was gonna say black market, but that's borderline inappropriate. On yeah, that's two on the nose. <laughs> um he could be like the hero. He could go around and like save people and TSA get shit done. Yeah. I believe that Rod could take them down. Just like kind of infiltrate. Yeah. Get on it, Jordan. (laughs) We're waiting. We're waiting. (laughs) No, I respect the idea of like not doing it unless it's good, you know? Yeah. He's got like huge shoes to fill based on two movies that I've seen of his. So I would want him to continue filling those shoes and everything that he makes. 100%. Yeah. I'll wait as long as I need to. Well, 
How scary did you think it was? You already kind of hinted at your answer, but. Yeah, it, I gave it like a one and a half. Okay. Because um, it was just unsettling. And like. Cringy. It was really cringy. It was, yeah. You know, like. I I couldn't just be there, like sit there and be quiet. If yeah. People were acting that way. I would have to say something. Like, yeah, I would be embarrassed to be around those people. Yeah. It's unsettling, but that was the point. I think it was. How about you? I also gave it a one point five. Um. The concept's like, you know, not great, the organ harvesting and shit. Um, but honestly, I think it was mainly just the part where he's like standing outside and the guy just starts running at the screen. The first time I saw this, I was like, I don't like that one bit. I do not like yeah. that. And I don't like his reaction time because I would have been fucking gone. There's no way yeah. I'm standing there until he gets right next to me and turns. That's that's no, Chris, run away. What are you doing? Standing yeah. there while someone full sprints at you. That <laughs> was, I mean, that was a like a, a device, like a, a filmmaking device that Jordan Peele is talking about having used mm-hmm. specifically to unsettle the audience. Oh, yeah. So I, think he I don't blame you at all. From like North by Northwest, like where that's happening yeah. and stuff. It's like, it worked. Yeah. God, I hated that. <laughs> It kind of made, not going to lie, it kind of made me think of Monty Python. <laughs> they're, just, they're just running at the screen, and then it shoots away, and then they just start running at the screen. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that one didn't scare me quite as much. But I'm going to have to cut this out because I have to cough. Hold on. Okay, we're back. I had to cut out a part because I was coughing. Go ahead. <laughs> that was all. It just reminded me of Monty it. Python. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. I did make the connection that like the grand I am assuming the grandpa wanted that body specifically because he wanted to be able to run fast. Like they, they yep. made that comment about how occasionally it was about they want to run faster and like that was yeah the grandpa's thought process. So he right. was like displaying his athleticism elite running ability. Yeah. Well, and if you remember too when he first is at the house and the dad's giving him a tour. He talks about how the grandpa was beat out of the Olympics by Jesse Owens, the black man oh. who won in front of Hitler. Oh, and that he, makes even. Oh, he almost got over it. So he never did. So he was oh. constantly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so mad. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Peele actually even said that at the end when he was like, when he like gets on top of Chris, he was going to have him say like, oh, I finally beat you, Jesse, as like a nod to that. But he was like, that was like too on the nose. So he took it out. Okay. I mean, even even without having caught that, I still got it. So I I don't think that that was necessary at all. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's a little. Watch it for watch it again. You'll you'll see that part in it. Takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. How sexy did you think it was? Um, I gave it a two. Okay. For for the cast, mm-hmm. obviously, but there was not a whole lot about the movie itself that was 
yeah. appealing. Yeah. A lot of old white folks. There were. There were. Um, I also the rest gave of the it cast. Two. Ooh. Half a point Why? for Daniel Kaluuya, half a point for Lakeith Stanfield. Two good-looking men. Yep. And that's it. Couldn't agree more. No, no sexy content. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, no. no. Not even a little. Nope. Um, what's next? How fucked up? Yeah. I was debating between a 2 and a 2.5. There is a lot of like real life issues going on here, right? Like, yeah. and I also I'm I'm gonna read out a quote because Daniel Kaluuya said about the party scene. The party scene alone is like very uncomfortable, and it's meant to be, and we've talked about it. But he said about it that party scene was just like, oh, I've been in that party, I'm going to that party. Like that kind of racism isn't seen as racism. That isn't seen as kind of like mainstream racism. It's just life. And to explore that is quite an uncomfortable conversation. And Jordan just spoke his truth. He cinematically articulated an experience that millions of people go through and they're made to feel crazy for going through that. But he just said, no, actually, you're not crazy. And so that just kind of like stuck with me because it's very true. I have never experienced something like that. And the fact that people have is so fucked. Yeah, and the fact that like you can imagine that happening. Oh yeah, like I have friends so who have fun. had that happen to them. Like it's yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's it happens all the time still today. So it's just like that aspect of it makes me want to like raise it up because it is very based in reality, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. What did you give it? I gave it a three. Okay. For, largely for the same reasons. Yeah. Like, just so uncomfortable. And stabbing somebody in the knee. <laughs> that was not. That's fun. what gave it the half a point extra for me. <laughs> yes. The knee stabbing. Yes. Yeah, I literally, like, audibly made noise it, like, <laughs> Yeah, I would not yeah. want to get stabbed in the knee. I don't want to get the stabbed, two, period. Well, but. no. But the last place I would want to be stabbed <laughs> is in the knee or like oh, really? femur. <laughs> Mine's the bottom of my foot. I'm okay with that. No, like right in the soft spot. <laughs> like not on the heel. Like right in the middle. <laughs> That's my nightmare. <laughs> that I, see, that doesn't bother me so bad. Oh, it makes me cringe. I would rather that than, like, a large bone. No, because at least it, like, hits bone and then it's, like, okay. No, no, but what if it doesn't just hit the bone? Like, what if it goes through? No, stop. <laughs> I don't want it in my foot. Oh, God. So gross. That and there were two parts where I was, like, audibly, like, that and then when she's like grandma i was like grandma 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 <laughs> grandma <laughs> yeah 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 anyway yeah. no um yeah definitely 0.5 for the stabbing i can respect it all right 
overall? Overall, I couldn't remember what I gave. I should have looked what I gave. Um, us, us, but um, my heart high. says, yeah, it was very high. I remember that. My heart says that this is a four. I would like to think that that is either equal to or better than us, but my heart says remember. four. Okay, very good movie. I was super into it. Like I said, there was not a single part of the movie where I was like taken out of it, which really like drives that score down for me. What was that noise? It's a burp. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. It just came Uh, out of nowhere. Same girl that will like literally yell at us if we burp on her stream. It's because I don't do it often. It grosses me out. That just grosses me out. Live on podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sick. What was I even saying? <laughs> so you're burping? So, what? You're allowed to cough. I don't know what's happening to my body right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh. This is a great movie. <laughs> yes. That is all I had to say. What do you give okay. it? Five out of five. A five? <laughs> Absolutely perfect. No notes. I get it. I think this movie's fucking iconic. I think it, 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 it's like the epitome of an instant classic. Like as soon as it came out, I feel like it was ingrained in horror history forever. This is totally. This is it, man. This is a great fucking film. It really is. Yeah. So there you go. Now you know. I don't my know what I want. Jordan Peele more- five. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm so happy to know it. Um, I don't know what I want more out of it other than like, I just wish it had as much of like the scare factor mm. as us did because us really freaked me out. Yeah, like I was actually scared, which I think is what I was really wanting out of this one. But yeah, that's to fair. your point, like I wasn't that audience, I guess. So. Yeah, I don't think it's as scary as it could have been for an audience for for maybe you or me. But I don't even care. I love it. <laughs> uh, would you survive? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going around buying people, so I don't think I'm going to be at that party. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. Hard to say because, like, whose shoes do I put myself in? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, there was not an ex- not an especially high body count, and the people who died fucking deserved it. So, well, I mean, I guess like Walter and Georgina didn't deserve it, but um, yeah, I think I'm living. Okay. And you? Yeah, I said I want to say yes. I. I- I I agree. This one's hard because I think this more than like almost any other movie, like I just wouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be a part of the racist immortality cult. I'm not they're victims because I'm not black. And I I so I think I'm just like working at TSA with Rod. Like I'm just like, "Hey, do yep. you need a ride to go pick up your friend? Like I can help." Like 
So I think I'm I'm surviving, but yeah, this this one's hard. Yeah, hard to to put yourself in the shoes. Yeah, of the movie. It is. Well, are you ready to predict next week's movie? I think so. Actually. I just realized I might have fucked up. What's next week's movie? Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I watched it already. You already saw it? Uh, yes, I did. But you haven't. I've so you it. can predict oh it. <laughs> yeah, I watched it the second it came out. The second that was available on Peacock, I watched it. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Okay, I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, I don't have Peacock. <laughs> it's I also. It free? Oh, well, there's things on Peacock that are free, but then there's also premium content that you have to pay for. So like Peacock, you can get Peacock for free. I think I might go see it in the theaters if I have time this weekend. I would. Just to see Matthew Lillard's face. Yeah. And, you know, I love Josh Hutcherson. I'm very happy he's having his revival here. Um, Revival? He never went anywhere. He kind of disappeared for a while. He was, like, everywhere when Hunger Games was the thing. And then just didn't really hear about him for a while. Yes, that's true. He had the opportunity to be picky and choosy about what films he wanted to take. And I think that's what he's done. Well, good for him. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I think I have a little bit of a leg up because I have played the first Five Nights at Freddy's. I haven't played all of them, and there's a lot of lore to them. Really. Which I've heard. Oh my God, Katie, there's like eight hour YouTube videos about the lore. There's a lot of lore. And everything I've heard from FNAF fans say that they watch it all and then they still don't really understand it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Wait. It's like, yeah, there's Do lore, that. but like, is it important? I think it is. It sounds interesting. I'm going to deep dive one day and I'll tell you what I think. But um, okay. so this is about Mike which is Josh Hutcherson's character, and he gets a job at Freddy's as a security worker, and he has to go in at night. But, like, the animatronics do get a little funky at night. (laughs) So the animatronics come to life, and Matthew Lillard is William Afton, I think, but I don't think that we know that at the beginning. I think he says he's someone else. Because okay. I feel like in the trailer, he didn't say that his name was William Afton. But I know that William Afton is a person in Five Nights at Freddy's and he's the villain. So Matthew Lillard's the bad guy. Very a la Scream. And, okay. um, and the animatronics. I don't know how much of the lore they get into, but I'm pretty sure they're like... Ghosts of dead children or something that William Afton killed. That's like a whole thing. But based on your face, I don't think they get into that in this film. Um, but I'm excited to see a lot of Freddy Fazbear <laughs> and Foxy and well, who's the bunny? What's her name? Bunny. Yeah, isn't there a bunny? Is she not in the movie? There's a duck. Or a chicken. Oh, Chica. Bird. Chica, 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 Chica. Okay, maybe the bunny's in a later one. Um, 
Anyways, yeah, that's what I think happens. Wow. I think that, like, Mike probably survives, but so does William. Because they're definitely going to do a sequel. So I don't know. Either he survives or, like, his spirit survives or something like that. Like, it's going to be, like, an unkillable villain, I think, kind of, like, you know, a lot of slasher series. Which just reminded me of something. Yeah. 2017 was kind of the... Oh, no. I'm stupid. I'm thinking of Talk to Me. Oh. That This has nothing to do with Five Nights. I'm so sorry. Great. I'm going back to what this Get episode out. is actually about. <laughs> <laughs> um, But this is the second or third movie that we've seen where there's like tension building from hitting and killing an animal in a car. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Which I thought was true. like kind of, yeah, exactly. I thought that was kind of brilliant in Talk to Me, but like, turns out, been there, done that. I mean, it's still good in Talk to Me. That's what I'm saying. It was very good. It still is very good. But yeah, like, but it's like they were not the first it's... ones to think of that. Oh, no, no. But I think animal jump scares have kind of been around since, like, the beginning of horror. I suppose. Anyways, did I do well? Is that Five Nights at Freddy's? You're going to find out. I think I think I nailed it. <laughs> but you'll we'll find see. out next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see I will see say, the cast is great. Oh, yeah. Could not have casted it. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Cool. Well, see you next week. Bye. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about the movie based on the video game franchise of the same name, Five Nights at Freddy's. We hope to see you then. Bye.